the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Start Start your your engines. Race fans, you are tuning into the only motorsports show in San Diego. Your host, Dave Stahl, and the racing school teacher, Brittany Sandoval, are taking you to the green flag, covering everything from your top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Strap in. It's Checkers and Wreckers on Racer Radio. All right, folks. Welcome to... Racer Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a little grocery store, liquor store, or just a small business and you're having trouble keeping cashiers, well, Southwest Point of Sale specializes in self-checkout. Do you like Walmart, Home Depot, and Costco have been doing? Give these guys a call, 800-540-2149. They'll come out if your system fits their system. You'll be ahead of the game. Won't cost any more than you would pay for a cash register. They also provide meat and produce scales with that system. Over 150 years experience in the service department. And the thing I like the best, seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-day service. If you're open, they're open. Also, a big shout-out to San Diego Gear and Axle. Anything on the undercarriage, Steve is the man. 1488 Pioneer Road in El Cajon. Specializes in drag cars, but... He does off-road as well. SDGearAxle.com, SDGearAxle.com. And another brand-new advertiser, Dragonfly uh, Auto Care Repair Shop over on 4055 Pacific Coast Highway. Go to DragonflyAuto.com, Nap Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA approved. Nobody, absolutely nobody takes better care of your car than a Napa service center. All right, we got Brittany in the house with a gaggle of ladies mm-hmm. and one guy. Well, two guys. But he's watching football, so he's not talking. Our, Who you got today? Well, Brendan, do we have our other guest on the we phone? We sure do. Oh, right. okay. So, uh, to the listeners out there, we're going to start a little ma- micro segment where the Mr. David Bailey is going to call in with a short update on the Supercross, and then we'll get on to our in-studio guests. Okay, and that happened last night, right? Yeah. How are you doing, Dave? I'm good. How about you? Excellent. How'd it go last night? It was a thriller. <laughs> a little bit unexpected. Yeah. Uh, the rain yeah. causing the series to just be anyone's guess. And so good stuff. A very popular winner. I had a good time. Me too. It was awesome. <laughs> so yeah, It was the 50th year anniversary, kind of a throwback deal. So they had some retro outfits and bikes and stuff. And, um, this is uh, the third weekend in a row now for this series where there's been a new winner, mm-hmm. um, two new winners so far, Jet Lawrence moving up into the class, and the guy's been around a little while, an excellent mud rider, uh, Aaron Plessinger. Yes. Uh, he came along and and uh, didn't do too much in the heat race, but in the main event, he just worked his way right to the front. And um, 
Actually, no, he did win his heat yeah, race. And he won the heat race as well. Up in the main. Yeah, he's he is really on a on a roll right now. Got a lot of confidence, and I don't think it really matters that much whether it's rainy or wet or and muddy or dry. I think he can do good in all of it, and is he believes now that he belongs up there where he might have been not convinced, but last night sort of erased any doubts. And a uh, little bit of tempers after the race because you had Jet Lawrence, the new kid in town that's winning and fast. He struggled last weekend. He won the opener, then struggled, and more mud, which I don't think he likes. And he got hung up, came from way back, got hung up behind uh, one of the Kawasaki guys, Jason Lawrence, I mean, uh, Jason uh, Anderson, and he he got irritated and gave him a big shove and yeah. threw a signal back at him, you know, kind of a gesture in the air off the next jump and waited for him after the finish line. Yep. And they got into it, and Jason wasn't having any of that. So just got to watch out what happens now as he's trying to win the championship. He's very vocal about that's his goal. And Jason now has uh, maybe something he can just add to <laughs> the list of people not allowed to get, get around him too easily. So he made his job tough on himself. And uh, Chase Sexton came in with the number one plate, the red plate series leader, and lost it to his teammate, Plessinger, but now they're first and second in the series and heading into Anaheim next week where Je, uh, Sexton won last year. So, so much going on. It's the first time that I can really honestly say there's seven or eight guys that can win, especially in conditions like there was last night. So, fun as a spectator, as a rider, two weekends in a row, rain, it's, it's a little stressful and mixes up the results. But as a fan, I mean, you got a really tight race, only one point between first and second. Tomac, who's won before and a favorite this year, is only seven, or, uh, he's in seventh, only 12 points back. So really fun to watch and, and cool to see the fans uh, come out and, and tough it out in the rain and, and uh, all the, the legends from the past, legends and heroes, put on a pretty cool thing with getting a bunch of the guys that have helped get the sport to where it is and uh, it's teaching the new generation, you know, where we came from and showcasing that Dave Arnold, which was, was a team manager of Honda when I was racing. Uh, he got an honor. Uh, they were honored him with uh, into the hall of fame, which was really cool to see. And um, he's had a lot to do with the development of the motorcycles over the years. And in this 50 years since I've been watching and racing, uh, Gosh, the bikes have really radically changed, and Dave's had a lot to do with that. So, neat to see the sport celebrating the the people that helped make it what it is, and fun to be a spectator last night and see a new guy. Plessinger is such a crowd favorite. Man, everyone loved to see him win, and he puts on the cowboy hat, gets in character, and it's, I'm smiling right now thinking about like it was just a really uh, really cool feeling last night to see him recognize the fans like that and, and just win even more. He almost won one last year in Detroit, crashed on the last lap. He wore that same gear last night, and he won. So mm -hmm. maybe more to come for him. I hope so. I'm now a fan of his. Yeah, yeah. I have been. He's been winning me over, and, and now, man, he is he's the real deal. It's There's only, like, in my mind, there's, like, four guys that can really contend for this championship. I'd say – Defending champ, of course, Sexton. 
Tomac, who was injured and had to forfeit it. Uh, also, Cooper Webb, he's starting to really show some, like he's he's here and he's a championship contender. And uh, Jet Lawrence, of course, he's he's so good. It's just a matter of time before he finds his stride. So those four guys, I, I think, are favorites. But Plessinger threw his name in the hat last night, I think. Yes, he did. So getting good, getting really good. Sometimes by rounds three and four, it's starting to thin out. It's, it's doing the opposite this year. Well, let's just hope you have better weather at the next event. Yeah, I heard it's going to be warmer, and they have a different format. It's a triple crown, like a three-race series within the series, and whoever has the best points total finishes in those three rounds and uh, wins that championship and bragging rights, and that starts next weekend in Anaheim. And and like I said, Chase Dexon won that last year, is defending champion of that series and so uh yeah there's a lot of guys that can win that haven't had their chance yet either it was the first round nerves and missing yeah. the setup or the mud in san francisco but now it's going to be like in a way like okay let's really start the series at anaheim hall <laughs> you know now it's to me it's like round one everyone's had a chance to get through all this so far which has been difficult yeah. on the mechanics the bikes, the the riders, it, you know, trying not to get sick. And uh, so now they're back to Anaheim and hopefully a dry race. And, and um, it, somebody asked me, who do you think is going to win? I have no, no idea. idea. <laughs> so no idea. did you get a general consensus of what the uh, riders thought of Dragonfly since that was the first time oh, there? Snapdragon? Or Snapdragon? Yeah, you know what? I think they like it because uh, – it's a cool atmosphere. It's it's a new stadium, and first time I've been there, and I liked it. Yeah. As a uh, you're, spectator, you're close to the action. My my dad felt yeah. like he was really close to the track and the riders because right. he remembers Jack Murphy going to those, and he's like, we were like right on the track. Right. Yeah, you're right on top of it, closer, and uh, I think the the crowd was more in tune with, even though it was raining, and you know, it kind of dampens your spirits. I mean, literally, but. It, it didn't seem to. You know, people were... Just I, they just dressed for it. I, yeah. I took the trolley, and everybody just had their ponchos on, and we were ready for it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, the series, you know, being what it, the, the potential that it has and has shown so far, you know, to the in the first two rounds, I think, yeah, a lot of people were anticipating in a good race and didn't really care what it was going to do. And that was the, the vibe I felt. And the riders, you know, I didn't talk to any of them, but... Yeah. As a, as a former rider and raced there and, you know, a bunch of times in the old stadium, um, whenever you, you have something new and, and uh, it's a little bit smaller venue and people seem more into it, then it's more fun as it, when you're down there competing, too. Well, I tell you what, if there was any issues with it, you would have heard. Dave, thank you <laughs> thank very you, much Mr. for Bailey. taking time out of your afternoon. And we look forward to hearing from you at your next venue. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. See ya. All right, folks. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. This is Racer Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Racer Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Uh, this segment is brought to you by El Cajon Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody treats you better than El Cajon Ford, whether you buy it new or used. 
El Cajon Ford most likely has it in stock. They got Broncos, they've got Mavericks, they got Mustangs, they got electric Mustang EV, the GT, they've got it all. And they support Barona with so much vigor, we can't thank them enough. By the way, a little news, Ron uh, Schoonover, who races out of Barona Speedway, was out of commission for about 60 days and has come back with flying colors. He just went home today. So our hearts and prayers definitely go out to him, and the racing community cannot wait for him to get back on the track. It may not be this season, but I'm sure it'll be next season. And uh, I'm sure if you just follow Tammy's uh, Facebook page, uh, she'll let you know if he's looking for visitors or what have you, because I'm sure, you know, it's going to take him a little while to get back, but knowing, knowing Ron, he, he'll be there. All right, now let's talk about the ladies yes. at the track. Yeah, so uh, this week and next week, this is for the listeners to know, we're going to have many guests come in, and what we're trying to do is represent six of the divisions that will be run at Barona. Ideally, there's a listener out there that's thinking, I really want to get into racing, but I don't know which division. So of the six divisions, um, all the people talking actually race that division. And we're going to kind of share with you the pros and the cons, like the reality of what might be tough for our particular division. And hopefully we can help convince you that you need to come join us because it is a fun time out there. And even the spectators who don't want to race, maybe just understand a little more what you're seeing. And then Amanda and I were talking earlier, um, and even just uh, crew and drivers, maybe you can appreciate a little more um, what's going on in other divisions, because truly we are one racing family, and we should all come together and support each other, because in the county, we're a small fraction of people, so we really should unite and uh, support and protect our Barona Speedway. So in-house today, we have Danielle Friel, and she is a pony... Pony driver. Pony, did you say pony stock? Yes. yes, pony stock driver. We have Amanda McAllister. She, and to my right, Marcy McCown, like crown? McCown. It is like McCown, like McCown. crown. Okay. Uh, then those two ladies race in sport compact, and then I race in the dwarf division. So we have those three represented this week. Uh, pony stock, sport compact, and dwarf, and then... Next week, we have three more divisions to represent. So where do we want to start, Dave? Well, it looks like she's got the mic All right, right in Danielle, face. with, and remind us, Danielle, what's your division? Uh, pony stock. Pony stock. What's that look like? Why pony stock? Why'd you start there? Um, I started here because my uncle, and I feel like it's just a really good beginner class to get into. There's not many cars. And I feel like it's like easier than most. <laughs> and listener, she's not a beginner. She was a junior driver. <laughs> yes. Um, she came in a couple of years ago as a junior driver, but you aged out. And yeah. So I now know. you have to race with adults. I know. <laughs> and so you had all those different divisions. And yes. you feel that the pony was one of the better divisions to go from a junior to an adult. Yeah. And I just knew people that did it. So I got mm. help from it too. That's got to help. When you say ladies, just knowing somebody in that uh, division. Yes. So did you run ponies last season? Yeah, or? that was my first season. Okay, so that was your first season. How was the transition going from one to the next? It was a, like a little hard at first, but I started to get used to it. Was it the speed or was it the car control, the fact that the car's heavier? I think it was a little bit of both. Okay. <laughs> and a bigger track. Yeah, and bigger. Oh, that's right, because you came from the small track yeah. out to the big guy. And you kind of take to it like 
duck takes to water? Ish. Ish. <laughs> She's a pretty natural yeah. driver. When she was in here a couple of years ago, was it Gary? Yeah. You were racing for? He just spoke highly of you. He said you took direction well and... Yeah, you were you won a few times, didn't you, out there? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. So you're looking forward to 24? Yes, a lot. Oh, hoping, <laughs> to, hoping to take all the marbles, as they say. Yeah. yeah. So, Pony, what kind of car is that for our listener who might be interested? It's a Ford Pinto. Oh yes, yeah. the Ford Pintos. The ponies can be the Pintos and the yeah, and the Bobcats too. Yeah, which else? looks just like a yeah, they're like Mustang, the same. or I mean a Pinto, and well, I think Mustang too. Yeah. Oh, the little Hence Mustang the pony, too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What color is your car? It's purple. Shit, figures. What no- what number? Oh <laughs> seven. Okay. Any significance to oh seven? Um, it's my lucky number. Oh. Yeah, that's a good one to run. Something that's lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did that become a lucky number? I just see it everywhere, and that's like the number I've always used. And yeah. Hasn't gotten me bad yet. <laughs> as long as you keep up the good work. Got any sponsors? Yes, I have a few. Um, a Absolute Construction, Red Trucking, John's Trucking, um, the High Sierra Bar, and Santi Discount Market, and my and Wolverine Racing. My uncle. Okay, so yeah. they keep you keep you in check. Yeah. Do you get to work on the car? Yeah. Not much. Kind of. As much as you can get away from it. Yeah. <laughs> And watching. Yeah, do the ride and drive. It's much more fun. Just roll in in a limo, get out, do do your makeup, (laughs) go for it. She does a lot of running past my pits, too. Yeah, I run a lot of errands. (laughs) Oh, so you're the gopher on top of it. Oh, I see. I did, you know. I get to see her every race. Nice chatting with you, Janelle. And there she goes. All right, you want to go to driver two? Well, yeah, let's now hear about sport compact, just maybe generally what that means, you two, Marcy and Amanda. Right. Competitors. Yeah, look. At oh, the, we're gonna have to ask later if they're fierce competitors. I don't know. They're or staring at each other. We've had a couple good battles. Yeah. There's one or two races. They're staring at each other. Yeah. We put on a really, really good race yeah. in 2023, mm-hmm. where we were out in front and we it was really, it was like fun. <laughs> we watched it actually the other night. Oh, did you? We did, yeah. and it was like, look at us go, listeners. We were cruising. Uh, <laughs> they're smiling really big. I know it's radio; you can't see that. Well, you do. You always smile off the track. Oh, well, that yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, there's to be so. so what is a sport compact? What what does that mean? Um, so it's a four-cylinder car. So a lot of them are Cavaliers or Integras or um, Saturns, I believe, is mostly what they run. Front- and there's a Focus out yeah, there. Yeah, there's a Focus, Focus out there. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Front-wheel drive. Front-wheel drive, four-cylinder. Okay. Basically a stock car mm-hmm. that yeah. has a cage. And- yeah, you can't do much to it. Mm-mm. Nope. It's so all what do you, stock. So what do you drive? I have an Integra. I hear that's the car of choice. Um, I don't know. Everyone drives Cavaliers, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're kind of a one-off over here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you drive what? I have the Cavalier. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, we'll let that one go until the track, <laughs> till you guys get back out on right. the track. So, so not met much modification, I'm hearing, mm-hmm. other than the cage for safety. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. So, Fuel cell. Fuel, no, it runs the stock tank. Oh, you run the, the stock, stock tank? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> All right. So. And I'm, Okay. Yeah, all right. That's interesting. That's literally all stock. How long been, how long you been racing? Um so I've only been racing for 2 years. Last okay. year was actually my first season in a compact. Okay. I started racing go-karts out in Campo. Oh, on the dirt? Mhm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, did you like that? Yeah, it's so much fun. It, it, yeah, that's what I've always I mean, that's pretty much the only thing I've really done of any of any ex- 
extensiveness. Mm-hmm. But I did a- it on asphalt. Oh, okay. There's a bit of a difference, though. Now you have, I would feel, more protection. You're oh, yeah. belted in. Mm-hmm. You have a body Tons. around yeah. you. Like, do in, you in feel the cart. That- safer or? uh like, yeah i mean you're strapped in you can't really go anywhere where in the <laughs> cart you're just sitting there with the steering wheel. Know, <laughs> the yeah. and you don't dive into the turns in a cart like you would the car Mm-mm. you throw the cart in yeah. whereas with these types of cars you kind of have to like steer into them right. it's like a whole different but at least you, you can go a little bit deeper because you've mm-hmm. got sheet metal around you yes it but feels oh. definitely more you can definitely bump a little more that's yeah the sure. go-kart ah. yeah. you can but you may not yeah. like the result well, well, the you go-kart is over. like the open wheel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't So what got to. you into racing in general? Uh, my boyfriend actually raced. He used to race stock cars at Brona, and okay. then um, he also raced carts. And he okay. was like, well, I'm going to go race carts, so you should race carts. And then <laughs> I'm um, going to go racing cars, yeah. and you need to go racing Pretty cars. Pretty much, yeah. Why not? <laughs> so it's, it's a family <laughs> affair. My son actually races mini dwarfs, too. Ah. So we all we all three go and do it. So you load the trailer up, mm-hmm. and away you go. Yep. Then you okay. talk about who did better than the other. Well, I always do better. His car's oh, slow. She didn't <laughs> hesitate. She did not even What hesitate. division is he in? He's in a compact as well. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. He used to race a stock car, and mm. then um, we got out of it for a little while, and then he's like, well, this is fun. We should do it together. Well, I think yes. the cost factor is probably... Oh, significantly, yeah. yes. Yeah, when yes. we start comparing the pros and cons, I would say yes. that the sport compact... Financially, it's the, the, the wisest decision. <laughs> yeah. Other than the and Pintos. Then, but the, Pintos the Pintos are not uh, bad. But um, I thought they were getting harder to find. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, yeah. they're agreeing. So I had heard that, so that maybe supply and demand, it might be a little more expensive. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so can we put a rough price tag? So for me, for the dwarf division, there are dwarfs out there that you can get for ten, fifteen thousand. Dollars, but they're not competitive. If you want a competitive car, you're doing twenty to thirty thousand dollars. So anyone out there who's thinking dwarf car, which has its own pros, I'll get to. But let's start with money. What is a, a race ready? I think like around eight thousand, maybe okay. competitive. Kind of, yeah, maybe a little more if you want to be like really. The in motor, it. I think, is where a lot of the money goes. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Can money. you still get body parts for the car? Fenders. That's, that's about the other all. pro for them. Yeah, they're just kind of harder to find. Harder to find. Yeah. 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 And that's where Sport Compact is probably going to be Way easier. Uh, a lot better if you're just getting to racing. So what do you guys, Marcy and Amanda, think about price-wise? Make it competitive. Doesn't have to be the best, but what, what price? Around five. Yeah, it's around five. You mm-hmm. can find them for three that need a little bit of love. Yeah. Is but that with a roll cage? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's really... My friend just picked one up the other day for... I think he picked up for 32 and he just had a mount of seat and some belts, and he was ready to go. Yeah. Wow. So for if you're trying yeah. to, if you're thinking about getting into it, there are things mm-hmm. that all of us need. We need a seat, you and then we belts. need our gear. Yeah. Our gear's all going to run about the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, I know for my division, dwarfs, we are required to have a neck restraint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about for yours? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, all of them. So all, all them. our gear is the same. Mm-hmm. Yes. You can just spend a little more or less with the brand, and then like suits are one, two, three, four, five layer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what layers do you guys have? I think I'm a three. <laughs> I think Marcy. it's two. Yeah. Two. I think it's two. Yeah. Two. I think it's a two as well. Two. And then Marcy. I'm a three. We have three, yeah. Why are you a three? 
little we can go two more seconds on fire and be safe yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, right? and i think a lot had to do with someone the crew chief oh. yes the crew chief he wants you back is that what you're saying i, I guess in he one, likes his wife in one piece <laughs> preferably and not toasty well for me it was just sparkos three you know the one that fit me yeah. was a three layer and yeah. i could afford it there's also affordability yes they yes, have different price ranges whoa yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So. Well, let's take a quick break. We got a whole lot more right here on Racer Radio FM Welcome back to Racer Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. Paris Auto Speedway is a half mile track up in lovely Paris. It's clay slash dirt. And Don Kanzarian is a magician when it comes to track prep. I've never, ever heard anybody that doesn't like Paris Auto Speedway. You need to give them two each for one on each side. Do you have enough? If not, I might have some. So that way we can see them on the left and the right. And Paris is just, their, their, their schedule is out. If you haven't been, it's well worth going. Uh, so check them out. Are you trying to find the older? The matching. The, I wanted to. Oh, yeah, that always oh. helps. Okay. All right, so we're sitting around talking to the ladies of Barona Speedway. This is the first induction we have a third or second group next two week two-parter yes two-part two part show uh, and we actually have a fourth person representing today but she had to work so she sent in a text okay great and this is winona ragland and she also races sport compact correct with Marcy and amanda and uh, she w- she brought up uh, that she loves the whole family, like the dirt track family. She didn't say that. That's my words. But the second family, she said. Um, and the memory she's making with her dad, which resonates with me because I feel mm-hmm. like that with my father. Um, and so maybe you guys could um, speak on that as well, kind of the pros. Well, before we dive into that, is it me or are there a lot of girls in this division? Oh, the sport compact, I believe, because the rest of us, I think, we're the only. Right. Oh no, uh, a pure stock. There are two Caitlins. <laughs> but I'm just saying, but other, yeah, Marcy, like, wouldn't you say there's more girls? Sport compact, yes. In your division, there's more girls in the sports compact, yes. And by the way, thank you very much for my double double In and Out burger. <laughs> You're very welcome. You're so sweet. And my messy chocolate. Because I usually go six <laughs> hours without eating. So I was forever, yeah, and then poor nice Brendan. I'm glad I had to get him one because he was gonna, he was gnawing on the wood. <laughs> All right, so going back to the track now. Now, Marcy, you're the youngest of the group, <laughs> and <laughs> Danielle's like, "What? I'm still working on my driver's permit." <laughs> I know, but how, how? I mean, what got you into racing? Was that the guy sitting next to you? So our son, Caden McCowan, races. Oh. He was in, um, he started in the younger divisions and then went up to Pony Stock. Mm-hmm. And um, he had moved away, so we sold the car. And Ken uh, grades the track out there. Thank you, Ken. Yeah, everybody loves Thank Ken. Thank you, Ken. And so the one season that we weren't, we didn't have anybody racing out there, it was, we still went out and were spectators. 
we were out there and my billboard was out there and I was like, you cannot see that. That's silly. You oh. can read that thing out there. And your board is the real estate company you work at or for or Correct. is yours. Correct. And so then um, I said, you know what? I've got an idea. <laughs> And I, he said, what's that? And I said, I'm going to get a car and be the racing realtor. And so it began. <laughs> I said something to the track promoter at the time. and Yeah, the story I remember is you said it out loud. A few people heard. And those people just got on it. But he your did. husband was not one of those that just got on it. He was nervous. Earl's <laughs> got a lead foot. He knows it. Oh, because he rides with you. Other, well, he probably doesn't ride with you. He drives. Yeah. He Ubers I, me everywhere. I don't, <laughs> I don't blame you, my man. <laughs> I got one at home just like it. So, Well, what I like about your story, <laughs> and it reminds me of Angela, who's been in here, David Hunt's fiance, is she's sitting in the stands, and she's like, I want to do this. I found a car, and I bought it. I don't, even, I don't I, even think she told him. I think she bought it and then said, Told honey, to you need to it. go pick up my race car that I just bought. <laughs> so to the listeners, again, who are thinking, maybe I want to do this, it is that easy. It yeah. is that easy. And you're hearing about two, the, the pony stocks and the sport compact, that is reasonably priced, especially and, if you stay out of trouble. And for fun, <laughs> oh my gosh, the it's fun the factor. best bang for your buck, hands down. Mm-hmm. But outside of racing, we'll go to Marcy first. What do you think you get out of it? <clears throat> you know, more so than anything else. I love being able to promote the track and keep racing alive. So every chance I get, I'm out there trying to promote it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that helps because people go, wait, you're the racing realtor? Where do you race? <laughs> and then it brings up Verona Speedway. So do you feel better? Like, I know I physically am a better version of myself on Monday morning if I took it all out on the track. Yes, there is a lot of adrenaline that goes into as soon as you strap into that seat. I think for some people before that, too. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. A lot of adrenaline. Absolutely. Yeah. But then when you get in that seat and you know you're about to hit that track, it is like full force. Yeah. <laughs> I don't also for myself, everything else that's been bothering me goes away when the green flag drops. Mm-hmm. Would you ladies agree with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're yeah. shaking their head on radio. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like everything. Even when I'm in staging once or twice a season, I have got to pee so bad. Oh, that's every race. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> but even that goes away, right? Like, oh, oh, you forget everything. Yeah, you forget everything. Because even though we are all ladies, this ain't no powder puff. We're out there with up to 19 other drivers. Because Barona usually cuts at 20. Uh, drivers all at once on a quarter mile track all at once no spotters yeah no spotters good point you are mm-hmm. just out there wow yeah yeah so marcy what's your car number the one now of course i mean we're being a little uh bold she's one though i know I, but i mean <laughs> did you think one like oh, i don't want to do yeah one, that's true okay, yeah. and you come first. out as a rookie and you put a one on there <clears throat> that's pretty Excuse Ballsy. my French. Sorry, do you need yeah. to, to hit the button there, Brendan? Nah, he's not. Nah, he's okay. Okay, sorry. okay. So, I mean. That's true. Did you, I mean, why the number one? There's only one racing realtor. Only <laughs> one. Like, okay. 
I mean, I'm sure there's more, but but I see where you're going. With it. Yeah. yeah, there aren't many racing school teachers and racing realtors. Yeah. And you weren't yeah. bragging up front. Is basically what you're saying. Not at all. You just proved it. It's simple. And is I it like still simple. white with a red, big red number mm-hmm. one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Can't miss you. Can't miss it. Yeah. And I'm wondering about these girls. What do you? What was your question? What do you get out of it, Dave? Is yeah. that how you were? Let's it? talk to Amanda first. Uh, kind of like what you guys said. It's all stress-free, and you kind of forget about all the nonsense that's going on. And it's like a fun time to have. Any fear? Um, at first, yes, I was terrified. <laughs> but <laughs> were you like through a whole race, or mm-hmm. oh, yeah. okay? Because it's it's not. It's like driving in traffic, but everyone's on top of each other. <laughs> no, and, and traffic in the green room. We talked a little, mm-hmm. and and do you remember what Marcy said about traffic? On it's the not real as scary now. Yeah, it's not scary now. Because <laughs> yeah. we've, we've survived mm-hmm. with 19 other people yeah. trying to go and be in the same Except spot at the same time. this freeway, they will bang into you. They do hit you, yes. And, and they're uh, not afraid to hit yeah, you either. Yeah, <laughs> on, the, on the 8, normally that doesn't no. happen. But our insurance doesn't go up. <clears throat> not, on, not in racing. Not in racing, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> and you can be brutally honest, since you started racing, do you drive more sane more on the streets? Than you did on the. Did you say cautious? More cautious. Oh. Now, prior to you racing, you probably were getting point A to point B rather briskly. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't slow. (laughs) No, but I mean, (laughs) so I think the racing kind of made you go, okay, this makes sense. This is not a racetrack. No. And these people are idiots. 100%. Y'all are crazy out there. Yeah, you're all crazy. So Danielle won't know any better because she's well, not a driver just yet. She'll just start calm and remain calm. But you've probably been in a car and you've practiced, right? Or yeah. driven. Do you think that your driving style on the street will be much more subdued because of racing? Yeah, and I think it like racing helps me a lot, like kind of learn how to drive and like do things. Well, and keep your eyes open. Yeah. Looking around, watching watch people. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, because you know, everybody out yeah. there thinks that it's their road and nobody's around them. Yeah. You can't you can't do that. Yeah, I think I think racing teaches people so much from A to Z. You know, how to be a sports person, how to treat others, you know, driving style, know what you can do with a car and what you can't do with a car. Yeah, I I, I think everybody should at least get a taste of, of motorsports. Yeah. Were you ever were you of course you probably weren't afraid in the pinto, but maybe the division before? I was a little scared in the pinto, like starting because of older people and uh, bigger track yeah. she has to race dennis taylor yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love dennis he's a hoot he's a hoot yeah but, he is a hoot but, but she know, has to race dennis taylor but don't they treat you i mean <laughs> as a general rule you know i i don't know of anybody that you have to be worried about when you go to barona yeah, not really. I mean, unless you do something stupid, <laughs> then they'll probably come after you. But as a general rule, everybody's pretty respectful. Yeah, they try to like watch out for me. Yeah, it's not like, like it's not like there's a million dollars at the checkered flag. I mean, so yeah, let's not, <laughs> yeah. you know, let's just take this as enjoyment. Let's let's have some fun with it. Yeah. Like when we had uh, David, this, uh, I was really surprised about the uh, altercation. With the motocross, I don't normally. Oh yeah, yeah, it was rare. It was we all saw it. It was at the end of the race. If he's but, talking about the one that I yeah. saw before they went through the tunnel, right? He waited for right it right there in front of us. But yeah. you don't normally see that in, in motocross. Yeah, that I I've, think, I've seen. I think the track just frustrated him from the start because it was slimy. 
It was slimy out there. Worse than San Francisco? Because San Francisco, they were... I didn't see San Francisco. Well, you're lucky if they were going 10 miles an hour. Oh, no. That's right. There was reference last week that it was so slow it It was was boring. It was so sloppy. It wasn't so slow that it was boring last night. No, not at all. So with the track prep guy here, what do you think of the way the track's laid out at Barona? Since he's here, and we didn't give him a... Oh, look, he's coming out of the chair. Oh, oh that's a commercial. He can't... Yeah, commercial yeah. break. Um, so... I think it's pretty good. Do you think they could do better? Um... Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> Be specific. What? What? Well, because that's... Well, I, I think... The, if you don't really know. But I think... Oh, you want it to be better so you can go faster. Yeah. Okay. I feel like everybody does. And then he needs to figure out how to make that happen, right? Yes. Right. What about you, Amanda? I think you need to get rid of that hole in turn two. <laughs> There's always holes. Hasn't that hole been there, there for... There have always been holes. I actually feel, because I've been racing it six or seven years now, uh, I think there's less yeah. of those big mm-hmm. divots But what's now. up with that hole? Because that's not the. You, she's it's not dirt. The, it's not asphalt. It's going to change. Yeah. yeah. Well, what causes it? But, a rock or something that finally gets. Because you know what we're talking it about. It gets displaced. Yeah. There's been different types of clay put on the track, and it just so won't stick. When we lose the good stuff, it gets thrown to the top, or the cars take it home. We get into yeah. that that gold clay uh, that's underneath, and yeah. that's where the ruts and stuff are coming from. Yeah. So Todd and I are going to work on it and and get it better for next year. Put a pole. Gold stuff. Just put a pole right there. <laughs> I move the hole around and I tell Marcy <laughs> yep. where it's at. Oh, that's awesome. so it's, see, it's see, that's strategy, hilarious. Right? Hey, look at Marcy. What did you tell him that for? Don't tell him that. Yeah. Don't Unless tell. Unless he's on the track with me, like the last. Oh race, yeah, he throws a banana spin because he took the high line and I took the low line. So he was I in think a, he was keeping a secret. So he knew where that <laughs> hole was. My own track. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, come yeah. on. That's it. So are you going to race this season? No. No, I enjoy watching watching her race. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. You wish you were out there. It, it, it's fun, but I get more excitement and the adrenaline watching her race, just like when my son raced. Yeah, yeah. it's scary to watch it's, a loved one it, yeah. race. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's it adrenaline. is. Yeah. It's but adrenaline. I, but I have to agree, I'm kind of a fan of this young lady, and I... And this one over here, I do get up on the edge of my chair when I'm when I'm watching. It's it's, and she does make it exciting. Yeah, it and it doesn't it doesn't go away. No, you know my son's been doing it for ten plus years, and every race I'm you could, just as nervous. You know, same when she goes on the track. By the end of the season, you'll have nine layers. Yeah, and a helmet with no opening. Just it's hard protection. to watch. F1 it's so hard to watch. <laughs> no opening, nothing. Nothing. You're you just gonna go around and by braille. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we haven't talked to Brittany about yeah, the dwarf sold the cars. Dwarf. Yeah. So we'll save dwarfs for last. Right here on Rachel Radio, FM 96.1 AM Folks, welcome back to Racer Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, I can always tell racing's or radio's always better off air. Oh, than we're on. having a good time. Want to get a big, big shout out? Certified Car Clinic. Certified Car Clinic's over there, right next to the drive-in, which is soon to ah. be none. Eleven three seventy North Woodside Avenue. Uh, Greg over there takes really good care of cars. Loves to go drag racing. 
He is a wizard when it comes to his engines. He's got a dyno. And nobody knows how to set up a car better than that guy. CertifiedCarCare.net, CertifiedCarCare.net, and Weather Machine, if you have AC and HVAC and you're not on a maintenance program, will they come out at least once a year to look at your system? You're being reactive, not proactive. Not that expensive. Go to their website, WeatherMachine.net, or call them at 619-443-9974 and make sure you tell them you heard it right here on Racer Radio. All right, so we've been talking racing with some ladies. That we, yeah. Yeah, that race out of Barona Speedway. And Against most men. most of them have, I guess, really the two longest are you and Marcy. Yeah. As far as being out on the track. Now, you've been racing. You've got a, I don't know if we've ever asked you this, but, you know, she's in a compact, sport compact. You know, she's in a sport compact. She's in a Pinto. You went right straight to a dwarf car. Yeah. Uh, it's probably not ideal. Because you would think that you would, have, you would have started in a sport compact. I started in what was offered to me. I literally, a gentleman walked into my classroom and said, I have a dwarf car and I want you to be my driver. I don't think that happens to many people. Oh, so you didn't have to buy it outright. Yeah. I mean, It if- was an opportunity that literally came to me and I wasn't going to let it go. Okay, all right. It, and then I went and watched him race and my whole family, well, especially Steve, he's like, you're going to race that? <laughs> <laughs> because it was the first race of the season and it was a cluster like there was a pile up and half the people were pulled off well and off. it was also okay until they started and went down the back stretch at a high yeah. swing of noise so yeah dwarf cars um i would say like the biggest pro is they the tucker scre- factor yeah they scream yeah. like a banshee sorry sorry i mean it's a little rocket they're a handful um with a full gas tank mine weighs a thousand pounds a thousand sixty five like they're lightweight they're open wheel, so if you hit another wheel or the wall, you get air. Um, so that's where the pucker factor comes from. Um, they are little rockets. I have a GSXR 1000, so there's a, a yeah, a lot going on. Um, and they're fast and they're scary, but that's a pro, but it could be a con for some people who are thinking about it. Well, it's only a con when something happens. If yeah, and it happens fast. But other, yeah, right. Yeah. And otherwise, it's it's e ticket ride. It's an e ticket ride. But you know, when something happens, there's less around you. So the sport compact and the pony, there's a little more around mm-hmm. you and more space. Right. Not so much for the dwarf car. So right. it's a little more dangerous. Um, but we all wear the same safety gear. Right. Uh, but you go a little bit faster. A little than faster. The Pinto. Um, I think. I'm not sure of your time. Like. Dwarf cars and modifieds, I think they're the fastest out there, at like 15, 16 second laps. Um, so they're faster. What do you guys turn? Do you know what your speeds are out there? I mean, times? I think they're, aren't they like 18s? 18, 17s, somewhere in there? They all, yeah. all the divisions yeah. offer a good time. Three seconds is a lifetime. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, if you, we know, we all know you, you do a little wobble and they're gone. It's like, oh my God, how many, how many laps are left so I can start working my way back up, right? Like a second lost is almost a race. Well, and that's, like and that's yeah. every division. Yeah. Yes. That's every division. Yeah. That's not. Yeah. Cause you got to carry that speed and, um, I think more so in the compacts, though, because they, like, our whole thing is momentum. You mm-hmm. lose any of your yeah. momentum, yeah. and you, yeah. you lose everything. You're starting yeah. from scratch, Pretty basically. Much. Yeah. And, the motors aren't, like, crazy strong. You can't yeah. just, like, get back in it. <laughs> yeah, you put, yeah, you stand on it, and you're going, yeah, you're hello like, up okay, there. 
<laughs> come on, you little squirrel. I know you can do it. Come on, hamsters. Yeah, Are come there on. Any automatic. So if somebody's like, I don't know if I can handle a stick. Because for dwarf cars, they're all stick. There's um, automatics. There are sport compacts. Uh, Is yours an automatic or a stick, Marcy? I'm manual. Okay, you? Manual. Okay, you're in a Pinto. But you a manual? Yeah. <laughs> Wow, well, she, okay. she knows we how to drive. Are. We all are, but once you get once you get rolling, you're only in one gear. Yeah, you guys we don't shift, right? Start in first and drop to second as soon as you enter the track, yeah. and you're in second. Yeah, the whole race. Same here. Yeah. Okay, yeah. same there. So you're not shifting a bunch, and you aren't either. Um, no, no, I race yeah. in second unless it's uh, really, really sloppy. I might go to third, so I don't spin you ever my tires. To, you ever want to go to third? Uh yeah, at Cocoa Paw because it's a half mile. Oh. so yeah, but I mean not a Barona. Only if it's super, super sloppy and you're like spinning your wheels. You think you'd go into the turn faster if you went into th- into third? No, I would drop my RPMs too much. In oh, third. okay. So yeah, you're I at the sweet spot in second. Second is the sweet spot, and and you there's a bunch of gear ratios you can change. I don't because I don't I don't have a quick change. That's just a whole another three thousand dollars I don't want to spend. So that's mm-hmm. the con of the dwarfs is it's more money, right? Um. And it's harder to find parts, I think. Like, you guys could literally go to O'Reilly's or Napa. Or the junkyard, really, more than anything. And if you're looking into the dwarfs, listeners, um, they're all custom-made. And so it's just harder to find parts, even tires, because they're not even making the front tire we're supposed to run anymore. They stopped that last year. It's like, all right. Nobody makes them? But we're supposed... Yeah, it's another speed bump for me. But no tire manufacturers making. We have that to run tire. Hoosiers, and Hoosiers stop our front tire. Well, then how that can't. Well, put I think that. we have to run a smaller rear tire. I don't know. I'm figuring it out. Hmm. Figuring it out as I'm flying. Yeah. Well, I think that's something yeah. that, that you know the track needs to address. Yeah. And I think with all divisions, we talked about it. You can't have a fragile ego. No, no. fragile ego, Mm-mm. especially when uh, Marcy and Amanda are beating you. <laughs> Um, that's like, yeah, it's going to fall. What You got third last year in the track points, right? Yes. Yeah. Take I would third. think I was literally four or five points behind you. We were right. Yeah. We were super close to mm-hmm. one another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So there's the challenge for yeah. 24. Um, there is a challenge yeah. for 24. Ooh. <laughs> See, I have someone over here that really wants me to get that track championship. Oh. I've had second and third. Mm-hmm. for So second, my first season, third, my second season, and now he's... There's no excuse. Oh, that's a lot of pressure. But there's pressure on him, too, because he has to make sure I stay on the track and out of the infield. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. yeah. Mar- hey, Marcy, it. stay out of the infield. I don't like being out yeah. there. Just don't, don't go do down there. It's yeah. boring. You just it's sit there and watch everyone drive by. And you're like, I wish I was out there. <laughs> I've been here all day waiting for the main, and now I'm sitting in the infield. Just with relax. Broken pan hard for me. Yeah. Just yeah. do a little Richard Petty. Put some nitrous in the tubing. <laughs> Nobody will ever know. Oh. Until you take off and the number comes off the door, you'll you can't give away the secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that's this is the only sport that you know cheating is never condoned. I mean, it's it's rubbing is racing, and that's just unfair advantage and reading the rules differently. Yep. Uh, Winona also had said, "Hear what you guys have to say." Is um, she was just telling anyone who might get into it that reaching your goal might take some time and a lot of practice. A lot of practice. Yeah, so yeah. for the listeners out there. And you may not reach your goal. Well, and you've got to be able you, to live with that, change too. change your goal. Like, for me, my goals are different than maybe your goals. Because in the Dwarf, like, the top six that win every every week that we race, they could go somewhere else and win. And so I have to know, I'm not going to ever win when Darren Brown, Darren Brent... 
catfish, Peters, his son. Like, if any of them are there, I'm not going to win. And I'm okay with that. You're going to be happy with that. They're not laughing at me anymore. (laughs) They're within sight. I've gotten faster, but... Uh, so each division, like it's very got, deep division for dwarves. But you got to admit, Marcy, all of a sudden when you look around and you're in the front, yeah, it's got to feel good. It's wild. So like, <laughs> even watching, like I said, we watch the races a lot just to go back, and he—that's how he teaches me. Yeah. And it's pretty amazing just to rewatch something and like watching our race, and just I know the outcome of it. But it's still, it still just exciting. so exciting, yeah. and I get so nervous. I was, like, sweating the other night like, watching come on, it. Go, go, go. <laughs> Even though you know you won, you're still like, come on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And when you're out front, you drive a little bit differently mm-hmm. than when you're in the middle of the pack. Yeah. Oh, you know when you, I drive differently, and it doesn't happen often because of the good track, but um, if you spin once, because if you spin a second time, you're done, right. listeners, if you're thinking of getting in. So you do that one spin. Oh, I can't do that second one because <laughs> I don't want to have a DNF. So I know personally I've driven. All right, Ooh. folks, go to dot The schedule's out. Uh, what's opening night? March sixteenth. Join us as a spectator. Join us as a new racer. Absolutely. We will help you. And we have three other divisions we will highlight next week. All right. Thanks a lot, folks. Don't go anywhere. This is Gun Owners Radio, or it's coming up. Gun Owners Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>